The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. All right, here we go. Hour two, T-Row in the Morning Show on a Tuesday, headed down to Dallas today. We got Dallas Baptist tonight in baseball. You can hear it right here on The Ref. Six o'clock pregame. Ross Hubbard will join me again for the call tonight. Got a pitching matchup, T.J. You interested in this? Uh, We got, as we expected, the lefty, Grant Stevens for OU, Pacific transfer, five foot nine. Little dude, I'm excited to see him throw. Right-hander Nick Wilson will go for Dallas Baptist. Uh, second start, it looks like for him this year. He's one and zero already. Went three and a, three and two thirds in his first one. So uh, maybe they're bringing their ace back against us tonight. We'll see. They like to do things like that. So uh, again, six o'clock pregame, six thirty-five, I believe, first pitch tonight. TJ, I'm sure that it has been talked about across some of our shows, but maybe yesterday. But did you see the uh, All Points Bulletin? Maybe your wife was even involved in this, trying to find the uh, couple that were upset about the endless shrimp po- uh, policy in Oklahoma City yesterday. I saw a story of a lady that started throwing plates. Is that the same one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, up my way, uh, restaurant at Memorial in May Avenue. It doesn't say the name of the restaurant, but this has got to be a Red Lobster, right? Yeah, they, it was. I saw it on something <clears throat> else that it was a Red Lobster with the endless shrimp, sure. Um, so apparently they were upset that you have to dine in to eat the shrimp. <laughs> We just want all the shrimp. Let's take it home. <laughs> yeah, they wanted to go in, load up boxes of shrimp, and leave. And they were made aware by the restaurant that it is, it is an, you have to eat there in the shrimp. If you're going to get endless shrimp, you got to eat at the restaurant. And then when you're full, you got to leave. <laughs> makes sense. This makes sense. You can't take the buffet with you at a buffet. Uh, Oklahoma City Police posted a picture of a woman. They were trying to find her. I don't know if they did find her or not. Got into an argument with wait staff late last week at a restaurant near Red Lobster. Uh, they say the argument was about the restaurant's endless shrimp policy that wasn't truly endless. Police said the woman allegedly smashed plates on the ground and became verbally aggressive with employees. When a staff member called 911, it elevated to the point that somebody called 911. <laughs> A man tried to slap the phone out of her hand. The man and woman left without paying. Uh, they have identified the lady. I haven't seen, I mean, I've seen pictures of her, and they got her name out there and everything. I haven't seen 
whether they have found her or not. So if anybody out there knows, let's make sure that, you know, these uh, lawless individuals are brought to justice here, TJ. But uh, <clears throat> very disappointed. And, and, I, and I get it a little bit. Sometimes you go into a restaurant and you think one thing, and actually uh, you got to read the fine print. You know what I mean, TJ? Uh, endless shrimp. Oh, oh, i got to eat it here. Well, I didn't know that. And then you just blow a fuse from there. So now I kind of sympathize with the lady a little bit. I don't sympathize with them at all. Stupid is as stupid does. How would you know where but you But if you go in and you eat and then you're like, well, bring me boxes of shrimp. It's a home if game only on the shrimp. that stupid that you believe right. that that's going to be allowed, that's on you. Now, if you jokingly say to your spouse, hey, let's see if they'll give us like a giant box of shrimp to go. And you laugh about it and then you ask and then you cut up with the waitress and say, ah, <laughs> oh, we were just seeing if we could get away with it. Perfectly yeah. understandable. But to lose like your mind plates. and think that you're going to get a, your truck loaded up with shrimp. So do you think they went, they ate, they they got a bunch of shrimp because they didn't pay a bill. So they obviously had a bill. Right. So they went, they ate, they each had three, four things of shrimp, whatever. And then they said, bring us three or four more. We're going to take them with us. And yes. they said, no, we can't do that. And then they threw the fit. Yes, that's what I okay. think happened there. Because I've done that at Babe's before because they don't let you take home the sides. And I said, what do you mean I can't take the mashed potatoes? And I started throwing bowls and plates around Babe's. Is it endless? It's endless, yeah, if you eat there, yeah. Not the chicken, but the sides are. You ever done the endless shrimp? Um, I've never done the endless shrimp, no. I've either. had shrimp at Red Lobster, but I've never gone during endless shrimp. And I like shrimp. I I just I I like shrimp. I, I'm not. I really like shrimp. Yeah, I do. But too. not enough that an endless shrimp would bring me into a restaurant. Right. Not like oh, I need all the shrimp I can eat tonight. You know. <laughs> I have been to, um, when I when my brother was in college and I was working at SNU. Uh. Me, Jenny, him, and his buddy all went to Endless Pasta Bowl night at uh, Olive Garden. Yeah. And this is when, like, Skip could always eat a ton of food, but this is when he's playing college basketball, and he's at the height of his metabolism, and he was just, it was impressive. I think I had two bowls, and I think he, like, had six or so, (laughs) and it was just like, bring me another, bring me another. That was the thing to do in your late teens and 20s is go to places like that, and you mm-hmm. might only eat once a day. So you would just uh, eat as much as you could. I did it a lot with a buddy at CeCe's. So we would go to CeCe's yeah. Yeah, 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 and yeah. just hammer pizza for two hours and then go back to whatever we were doing, class or work or whatever, and then say, oh, I'm dying here. And I'm like, well, I don't have to eat again the rest of the day. So I ate for uh, eight bucks or whatever it was for the whole day. Ever, I Like, I'm still, I mean, people are going to say, no, duh, Sherlock. But I'm still, anytime I see an all-you-can-eat sign, I'm like, hmm. <laughs> Regardless of the restaurant. The problem is, at my age, I go in there and I eat a plate and I'm like, it, they got me. Like, I, I can't eat anymore. And they won. They suckered me in here with the all-you-can-eat. And I can't eat more than one. Uh, back in the day, uh, ponchos did not want to see me roll in. I was raising ponchos. the flag and raising the flag and raising the flag. <laughs> I'd love to hear the call, though, uh, yesterday on this that came into the dispatch. <laughs> All points bulletin for this individual. They skipped the tab because the shrimp was not truly shrimp endless. Shrimp thieves on the, on the run. <laughs>
Oh my gosh, that's amazing, Oklahoma. I see. All I right. saw that story yesterday, and I did not uh, even catch that it was Oklahoma. So that's even funnier. That was right up here by my house. <laughs> that's that's crazy. Last night, Houston beat Iowa State seventy three sixty five. Texas over Kansas State sixty two fifty six. So uh, neither one of those results surprising. Uh, tonight, three games. You got UCF at West Virginia, Baylor at BYU. TCU at Texas Tech. No midweek game, remember, for Oklahoma this week. OU and Kansas have the bye. Sooner women back in action tonight. Odd start time, 5 o'clock. They are at Cincinnati tonight. Trying to shake it off, TJ. Shake it off after the loss to West Virginia on Saturday. A little 5 p.m. tip for you tonight for the ladies. So you got Sooner women and Sooner Baseball coming your way tonight. Did you watch any Big 12 hoops last night? Some of that Houston-Iowa State game. That's what um, I was saying, uh, watching that Houston game. They look good to you? (laughs) Yeah. Both of them actually did. Iowa State, you know, didn't play terribly either in the loss. Well, I think they're they're both probably at least top three seeds. Yes, absolutely. In the uh, NCAA tournament. So there's two good basketball teams. Mm-hmm. The Iowa State wins the best win OU's got this year right now. I mean, oh, you know, net ranking Far wise away. and everything. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's do this. You know, this uh, guy that we made famous during football season, this bball.net.nothing.net guy that figures out what the bracket's going to look like. Uh, let's figure out, you know, where the Sooners are going to be in Kansas City here based on how we think they're going to do the rest of the way. Um, now. <clears throat> As far as all of the other games not involving Oklahoma, he kind of goes through and just picks as a winner who is favored in a game. So that all could change and affect things and so forth and so on. But uh, Bedlam, TJ, give me a give me a winner there. You can change your mind later on these things. Part of it that's hard right now is you don't know the status of Rivaldo Suarez and, and John Hughley. So... I'll get I'll, uh, for the sake of this exercise, and I do not know this. I'm going to say Hughley doesn't play. Soares does, does play. play. Don't know if he's 100, percent but yeah. I think he'll play. I think OU, and I may change my mind. I'm not feeling great about this game, but I'll say OU does edge that one out if Soares is back. Uh, OU at Iowa State uh, loss. That's going to be next Tuesday night, I believe. Yeah. OU at home against Houston. Loss, unfortunately. OU at home against Cincinnati. Win. Uh, And then the last game at Texas, final day of the year. Full strength, I think they can win that game. I'll say loss until we know something with these two going forward. It's hard not to have the first game in your mind. Yeah. Texas kind of ran them out of the gym here. Right, right. So I wonder. I'm, 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 I, I think Oklahoma can win that game too. I'm just like, is that a bad matchup for us? Like I don't. It could be. It could be. I, I'll say loss. It's on the road. I mean, so. Okay, if that happens and the rest of the favorites, blah blah blah, uh, nine seed for OU in the Big Twelve tournament, mm-hmm. they would play Texas in the eight nine game. Well, there's would... a lot of these where OU's probably going to be seven to ten seed, and a lot of the permutations they end up playing Texas. In one way or another, so so they would have to play Texas. In this scenario, they play Texas, and if you win, you get Houston. 
Oh, that's that's lovely. Yeah. There's not a real attractive scenario here unless you're going <laughs> to fall all the way down to well, it does, one of the yeah. first four games. It doesn't matter in this league. Like uh, Whoever that second game is, most likely it's going to be against a really good opponent, and you say, well, that's not a good you – know, it doesn't I matter think, where you get seeded. I think maybe the more important thing for OU is the number next to their name because nine teams are getting in for sure in my opinion, maybe 10, but definitely nine. And if you're the 10 seed, which there's a scenario where they could be, that's a bad look. Yeah. If you're the 10 seed in a 14-team league, even if it's a tie, which I'm sure there's going to be ties here, even if it's a tie, and you, but you just end up with a 10 next to your name, that's a bad look. If they could finish with a 7, 8, or 9 next to their name, a single digit that looks a lot better and i think that at that point they've won at least a couple of games and you're not too awfully worried about it so and i think that'll come with a couple of wins and in all likelihood over the weekend i think the majority of prognosticators had nine in from this league so and mm-hmm. i think that will be the case yeah i'd be shocked if it's not and, and cincinnati i think still got a chance mm-hmm. um Certainly, they've still got a chance. Let's see what uh, Lenardi had on Friday. He had Cincinnati just out. They were one of the first four out. So he had nine teams in. Texas an eight. Iowa State a three. TCU a ten. TCU is the other team closest to the bubble right now. BYU a five. That's another good win OU's got on the resume. Baylor a three. Um... Kansas a two, OU a seven. This is before the Kansas game. Texas Tech a six. So those are, uh, you know, that's that's probably right. I saw another thing after the Kansas game. It wasn't Lunardi. It was another bracketology, though, that had OU a nine. So I think they're in that seven to nine range by most most people right now. Uh, I think we said it like this yesterday. They're not in trouble, but they can see trouble from where they're at. He's looking over and the if, wall. If they lose, if they lose to uh, OSU Saturday, uh, trouble come a knocking. Yeah, he's, he's the neighbor on uh, home improvement right now, <laughs> peeking over the fence. That's <laughs> right. That's right. All right, seven eighteen. Let's take a break. Your thoughts? Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line four zero five six five one three four three nine. Toby and TJ with you to start your Tuesday morning. Beautiful day in the state of Oklahoma. We're getting to 74 today, TJ. You can you can do a little suntanning in your backyard like you like to do. 79 down in Dallas today. Oof. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. Toby and TJ back with you. It is the T-Row in the Morning Show. This hour brought to you by Hightower Clinical, bringing clinical trial opportunities to Oklahoma. No cost or insurance needed to participate. Several different areas they're working in. If you want to find out more information, if they could help you or a loved one, HightowerClinical.com. Call or text 405-831-5905. My wife says Drake is the male version of 27 dresses. So <laughs> That's pretty good. 
<laughs> BFC also in on the private text line today with actually a, a good uh, text for once. Uh, hmm. That's like going into an, uh, a, a dealership that gives you lifetime oil changes and asking for all the oil at once. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's see here. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet. Anything text right now, like at your age, and is anything that, like, if they offered an endless something that you would be, all right, I'll go check that out. Huh. I don't go to too many buffets anymore. Yep. Uh, yeah, you're you're beyond that. You're above that. I guess Babes is the only thing like that I go to right now. And I said that, and like I said, that's just the sides. Like the chicken, you don't even get all you can eat. It's just the the sides and salad. And I do get a couple of rounds of the mashed potatoes, but other than that, no. A couple at of this rounds age, of the mashed potatoes. <laughs> at this age, right? No, back in the day, yes. Like I would have, like I said, I would have been to every. Spot you could think of for that type of thing. I've never seen this promotion, but if somebody offered up endless enchiladas, I'd be intrigued. I don't know that I could eat as many as I think I could, but that might get me there. That's the thing. Like I do love enchiladas. I love enchiladas. I was thinking tacos before you said enchiladas, but even then, I'm limited in my um, bottomless tacos that I can eat an hour. Yeah, that's a good idea. Actually. Bottomless you, tacos. You would take the family to endless tacos. I might could go five or six. You would eat in. You you would eat in though, so you could refill your beverage. Uh, absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh, Eric in Illinois says, "Can you pull some stri- strings with the OU football team and get them to release the short sleeve cage jacket the coaches wore several times this year?" Been bummed that's not out there for purchase. I'm pretty sure it is. I don't remember which one he's talking about, and I don't know. I think it's that. the crimson one that Brent would okay. wear. It's like your baseball one that you wear a lot. I didn't know. Is that what it's called? A cage jacket? I think that I, I'm. I'm assuming that's what he's talking about, and I could be. He could be talking about something right. completely different. That's what I'm yeah. picturing. So, and I feel I'm like uh, pretty feel sure like those are should. out there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Strings pulled. <laughs> Brent, it's the off season. You got nothing going on. Get that taken care of. Release the cage jacket. Get that taken care of for Eric in Illinois. Uh, I was thinking Drake's more like wedding crashers. No, I, I think he's actually being invited to these weddings. I don't think he's people crashing like anything. Drake. Yeah, every my my daughter loves Drake. Everybody loves Drake. He's adorable. He's small. He's but he's not friendly bold. at all. He's very friendly. Not with me. He's not. No, not with you. He's friendly to strangers <laughs> or to friends. <laughs> He is, everybody wants to be around Drake. Like, when I see Drake, i like, Drake! You know, I'm excited to see Drake. You and him have a strained relationship. It is not strained relationship. It's more like brothers than strained relationship. So You enjoy fighting with each other. I enjoy it. I enjoy the second I hear him walk in the door saying, I could hear you walking in, you're so fat. Yeah. Yeah. Which so. he's not. <laughs> probably he doesn't weigh 120 pounds, probably. Right. But uh, yeah, no. Drake is a very likable guy. He lives alone with his dog. How adorable is that? <laughs> is that adorable? He loves going sad? to Disney. Even at his age, he's like six times a year. He's at a Disney does, resort does, or yes. park. That's adorable. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> this texter says, the OSU gym's going to be half empty. Sooner fans need to invade. Uh, that's typically not the case, though, for Bedlam. I mean, they haven't had great crowds this year uh, either. But for it's Bedlam. It's the last Bedlam. Right. Uh, right. I, nobody's been going to OSU games this year, but you know how it'll be Saturday. Uh-oh. You know how it'll be. Breaking news. Uh, one, this person says <clears throat> you can get the moo-moo at Fanatics. That's what he calls it. And uh, he says, by the, the way. The moo-moo? Yeah, uh, he calls those uh, coaches, uh, those pitching uh, short sleeve pullovers, moo-moos. Why is it a moo-moo? <laughs> this person just thinks it looks like a, a moo-moo that someone would wear. Isn't a moo-moo like a full-length thing? It's a full-length nightgown type thing, sure, yeah. And it, does it have short sleeves? Uh, yeah, I think they do. It can have moo-moos long... have sh- as a as a nightgown with short sleeves. Yes, I believe so. They can't have long sleeves, right? Huh. <laughs> okay. And here, this person says too. By the way, Abuelos in Bricktown <clears throat> has a buffet. All you can eat enchiladas, tacos, or fajitas. Good night, everybody. <laughs> That's gonna do it. When is this? I don't know. <laughs> I'm shocked Abuelos in Bricktown is still open. Get out of here with your – you don't have any idea how <laughs> I, I, that's what I'm saying. Oklahoma City That's what I'm saying. I don't uh, – that, that, I told you, that, that street that they're on. <laughs> going to Whataburger and the two restaurants you go to on we a rotation. This. We you discussed this the other day. never make it downtown. We discussed this the other day because we were talking about the melting pot, which was right across the street. I said – I go to Bricktown, but it's always I turn, go up by Bass Pro, go down by the arena, Toby Keys, all that park right there, go in that area. I haven't been on that street in forever. I openly admit that. Yeah. I've been down there. I just don't go down that street. You go to Bricktown to go to a concert. You don't go to Bricktown. You don't you don't ever go, hey, let's go downtown and eat tonight. Never, never, never. Both no. of you. And yeah. that's so selfish of you. <laughs> Not selfish. We support Be a our normal of your businesses. society a little bit. We support our normal. You don't businesses. even support your normal business. That's not what, true. What a burger's money is not going to normal well, business. What a burger will go to lunch at. We eat at lots of restaurants for dinner around here. You eat at Longhorn Steakhouse, and that money goes directly <laughs> to the Texas that's Athletic Department. That is not true. And you go to What a Burger, uh, and that's that not true. It. We ate at the little Mexican restaurant the last time we went out. That's. I can't even remember the name of it now. Go downtown. Let's like, downtown. Go, like be a normal person. Go to Midtown. We don't even go to downtown Norman. Do you know how far that drive is? Jeez. Hey, let's have a date line. Let's go check out a new place. I heard this is uh, really good over in uh, the I've Plaza got, District. I've or got something a date like night planned in a couple of weeks. Mahogany's on the menu. Reservations are made and set. Well, I'm never going to uh, say don't go to a Hal Smith restaurant, but... <laughs> Because that's expensive. You got, well, you you got money. Never mind. You're fine. <laughs> I think that's where we got reservations at. Uh, Marietta Sooner. What if OU basketball in the non-league games didn't play Villanova and UNC and played directional schools instead? Two more wins. Think about it, Toby. They didn't we play did, Nova this year. We didn't year. play Villanova. We played Providence and yeah. beat them. yeah. And lost to North Carolina. You need you need some of those. Yeah, good mix. Um, you need strength of schedule in, there, yeah. in your non-con plus games to rack up wins and get chemistry and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I, that would be TCU's problem right now. So 
<clears throat> let me look at TCU's schedule real fast. Uh, TCU, TJ, look up their record while I look up their schedule. All right. This is going to be a joint project. I'm looking up TCU here. Yeah, TCU men's basketball record right now. All right. Let me see right. here. You got that? I'm, I'm, gonna go, I'm, I'm pulling up the schedule. This is exciting. I've already got there. TCU's 18 and 7. 18 and 7. 7 and 5 in the conference. Okay. So TCU's, uh, we're 18 and 8. They're 18 and 7. OU is 6 and 7. And TCU is seven and five. Okay, so their records better than OU's, barely, but it's better. However, net ranking, metrics, where they are in Lunardi's bubble, all that kind of stuff, they're behind Oklahoma because this was their non-con: Southern, Omaha, UTRGV, Mississippi Valley State, which still has not won a game, Alcorn State, all these at home. Houston Christian, okay, those are their first one, two, three, their first six games all at home. Then they went to uh, the Big East battle game was Georgetown on the road. They got lucky to win that one. Clemson, which is a good game, lost that one in Toronto, and Arizona State up there. Then in Diamond Head, they played Old Dominion, Nevada, and Hawaii, and then came back home to play Texas A&M Commerce. So, they had one good game. The Clemson opponent is really the one good opponent in the non-con. And it's hurting them. Despite having a better conference record and a one win or one less loss overall record, they're behind OU in the net. So back to the Texter's point, it's not just about scheduling dubs. Right. You gotta you gotta face some people in there. You got to play. Who'd they play this year? They got Providence, Arkansas, North Carolina, USC, USC, and Iowa. You know, those are five good squads. Now, a couple of those have had disappointing years since OU played them, which isn't helping. Arkansas went in the tank, and USC went in the tank. When they beat USC, USC was top twenty-five, and we thought they were going to be great this year, and they went off the cliff. But still, it's a good. It's a good opponent to schedule because you don't know that when you put them on the schedule. And next year they got the the Bahamas thing. Mm-hmm. Atlantis. Be three good teams there. Roman Shawnee says, good morning, gentlemen. What a weekend at Arlington. One thing is for sure, we have arms. Great win over Tennessee, and I thought it showed a lot of backbone and moxie yep. to come back in the rubber game, if you will, to beat Nebraska on Sunday. I believe this team could be Omaha-bound come June. Y'all have a splendid day. Love it. Thank you, Rome. Uh, love it. Um, high levels of backbone, high levels of moxie. That appears to be the case. That was... As impressive as it was to beat Tennessee, okay, and what we think Tennessee can be and what they have been, uh, we think that is going to be a win that come NCAA selection time will look great on the resume. As good of a win as that was, extra innings and all that, I'm not so sure the Nebraska win wasn't better, Teach, considering the circumstances, right? Like, that game finished at 11 o'clock. You probably got about three hours of sleep by the time you ate and your adrenaline wore off and you're right back out there the next day and you're behind immediately. You're behind for three-plus hours. And they gutted it out to, to walk it off. That that was a dad, that showed you something about 
the backbone right there. Break time. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. I was thinking it might be a good cage jacket night, but uh, Moo Moo, but I might be a little too warm for that. I don't know. Maybe when the sun goes down, though, it'll get a little nip in the air. You know what I mean? Down there in uh, the banks of Lake Dallas. Yeah, I was going to say, have something with you because it may be one of those things where it's a beautiful day but dips off quickly on you or something. Uh, so. Remind me, we beat them down there last year, right? I think we broke the streak last that year. That seems there. right. It seems like it was last year. That wasn't two years ago, was it? Oh, man. Let me look. I've got their, I had their schedule. Were you there right last year for this game? I was, yeah. You went down for this one? Oh, yeah. I've been there most years. It's a fun ballpark. I know you. Uh, I always look forward to going down there even though we get – we get beat a lot. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was last year they broke the streak. Boy, my internet today. So the whole equipment situation around there was a disaster yesterday, huh? Uh, pretty much, yeah. What did something break? No, we we have a major issue with one of the the tie lines, and it's uh, it 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 went in phases of what it was doing. Chris was getting static just randomly but something he could work through. Then it went like permanent static, and then headset mic in every port went out on Steely. So How did he handle that? Uh, not well. He ended up by phone sitting in one of the doctor's offices in the uh, facility there at the YFAC. <laughs> so <laughs> 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 I showed up with the other equipment and said, I'm going to yeah, have to leave him. this equipment. So <clears throat> We beat him 10-7 to 7 down there last year. I'm pretty sure that broke like a 10-year losing streak down there, something like that. It was a lot. Uh, we've we've uh, we've uh, broken the curse. Maybe we can go get them again. Go tonight. get them. Six o'clock pregame tonight. Um, so you and I have not talked about this. I'm sure every other show in the market has, but uh, I was having an interesting conversation with the Nebraska play-by-play guy Sunday morning, Greg Sharp, and the subject of going to the SEC came up. And so I was asking him about the move to the Big Ten and what's it been like. He was talking about how it's fun to go to new places. He was like, the one sport where, you know, there's a lot of things that we miss. Obviously, the Oklahoma-Nebraska rivalry at the top of the list. It's like, but the one sport that really has been a major step down is baseball. Sure. He does he does football and baseball for them. I don't Not as well supported of. in that conference. Nobody cares. Nebraska sells out every home game for baseball. Nebraska sells out every home everything. They the Husker fans are incredible. But no like everywhere they go on the road, there's no one at games. You know, Indiana, Michigan, Penn State, Rutgers. If they have baseball in these Big 10 schools, they don't care about it. And that is a major you know, step down from the big eight, big 12 days for Nebraska. So he's like, what are you looking forward to in the SEC? And I said, well, I think football and and, uh, baseball are going to be incredible. I don't know. Basketball will be fun. It it will be a step down, but it's still going to be a good time to go to all these new arenas and stuff. It's not going to be a major step down. But he said, I saw the win total for next year for OU football. That had to be a shock to the system. And... I, so we haven't talked about this. 
seven and a half is what I've seen. I think uh, I heard uh, Tyler say one of them came out at six and a half and then kind of changed it to seven and a half. But the OU win total in, in Vegas over under for next year, seven and a half. Is that right? Uh, yes, that's what I had seen. I had seen what you had said. Um, originally, I'd seen the six and a half. I did not know it changed to seven and a half. So six and a half is what I had originally seen. Your thoughts on that? I think it's ridiculous. Um, I don't know why there's this sudden belief that OU has been just a middle-of-the-road program that has just beat up on a bad conference in the last 20 years. Well, like, that comes directly from you. No, That's kind of like what you say on the show. They, they have, but what I'm saying is, historically, that's not been the case. I mean, there's a hundred yeah. plus years of history here. We're not we're not going off of Johnny TJ's fault. Johnny no, come lately that has just started winning in the last couple of decades. Like this is a program with a hundred plus years of tradition and winning and winning at a high level and beating high level programs. And even early on in this Big 12, there were elite teams with Nebraska and Texas and K-State and on and on. So I don't know why they think now, well, Oklahoma just won't be able to compete at that same level in the SEC. I get the confidence. I get the cockiness. I get the fanatic, just over-the-top fan base that there is in this conference. But to think that Auburn is just going to slap around Oklahoma or Ole Miss or South Carolina or, you know, on and on, Mississippi State, Vanderbilt. It's just not true. Like, they immediately jump to the top of that conference. Are they going to struggle in years with the Georgias and Alabamas and the years that Florida hits or the years that, you know, Ole Miss is expected to be really good this year? So, Maybe that's a situation. Sure, but that goes for every team in that conference. But in no world, on a year-in and year-out basis, are they going to be losing to the Missouris of the world, to the South Carolinas of the world. They're going to beat those teams and beat them up badly. So I don't understand why people are thinking, like, OU's going to come in and suddenly be a fighting for a chance to get into a bowl six-win team, and they might hit for a year where they get to nine or ten wins and push for that playoff spot. It's a ridiculous narrative and thought process of a team that is one of the three best programs of all time. It's, It's disrespectful, and it's a lack of understanding for what Oklahoma is by a lot of people. Right. Uh I get you. And, and you know, you could be just saying, well, it's a one-off. They lost their quarterback last year, and they're replacing a lot of pieces, and so they're just looking at this season saying they think they might struggle. I would have a maybe a difference of opinion with that, and if you are an OU fan and you're excited about Jackson Arnold, you would you might have a disagreement with just that narrowed assessment as well. But this, I like it. I, I want the chip on the shoulder. I want the to be able to play the – Nobody thinks you're getting any good card going into a year. I think it's, I think Brent will use that to its fullest. But this should not surprise anyone. Like, this is why I have hated the league with fire and passion for years while you guys have drooled to want to be in it, the SEC. Like, the narcissism is incredible. 
the the lack of ability to see anything outside oh my god look how good we are is unbelievable and it's just fed by everybody outside the conference including you that are like drooling over the sec all the time oh look at the when they take the field they just look different in their uniforms and the CBS cameras are even better. Well, all look of that's true. There. I'm not saying anything that's wrong there. there. Oh, my God. The games are better. And I, I don't know. Oh, you could never compete with Auburn. Look I've Auburn. never said they that they can't compete. They got an eagle that flies over their stadium and the, and the LSU. Don't the people, put me in that category. The people say mean things to us at LSU, and I don't know how we'll ever beat them. And then if you go over in Arkansas and they're, oh, my God, this conference is incredible. I never say, how do we they're beat them? Never they, are be able to, they are mean. You go, it's going to be a, a grind game in and game out, and they got, like, it's just the tailgating. Have you seen the tailgating? I mean, how can a team go win when they've got a field full of tents outside the stadium, Teach? At Ole Miss, they dress up. Uh, some guys wear bow ties, and the whole area is full of tents. It's incredible. No way they're winning at the Grove. So, uh, you know, there is this – and give the SEC credit. They have built this persona, and they've won national championships, really two programs. Well, I mean, they've been great. Don't get me wrong. Well, and that's that's why OU has the perception right now to some of them that they do. They have failed in opportunities in the playoff era and uh, even shortly before that, before we had the playoffs. So Don't don't bring facts into this. I I would take the over. Not yeah, I would take the over. I, I'm, I'm with you. You're, I would take if the you're over. telling me, oh, you can lose four football games next year and you still cash, that's a layup, I think. I, I mean, I would think I, I, something has gone terribly wrong if they lose five football games next year. Now, I know the schedule's hard. I, I get it. I'm looking at it right here. I'm just saying, like, I don't know, like, one, like, the hardest team on the schedule, Nick Saban retired. So thank you very much for that. That's a gift. Uh, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we, we have no we idea all look, We may all look like Alabama. fools at the end. They may go 5-7 and seven next year and make us all look like fools. But mm-hmm. I, I just – I do not look at – the Ole Miss logo and the South Carolina logo and the Auburn logo and the Tennessee logo and shaking my boots like some people do. No, like, nor oh should God, you. How are you, gonna, how are you gonna... To none of those logos you shouldn't. Now, are there years that are going to beat you? Sure, there are. Yeah, Kansas State has beaten us That's many what I'm times. saying. Yeah, Kansas. I mean, you're going to lose to those teams at some point. Oh, you lost games in the Big 12 Conference. Right. And they still won. 14 out of 28 championships. So I don't think they'll win 14 of the next 28 championships in the SEC. Probably 12. I do. Write it down. All right. We'll be back. The word is spreading, and the ref army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network and worldwide on the KREF app. T-Row in the morning show. This hour brought to you by Hightower Clinical. They believe everyone should have access to new treatment options through clinical trial participation. Hightowerclinical.com. Call or text 
405-831-5905. Knepple Meyer Chevrolet text line, uh, Broken Arrow Fat Boy says, OU lost to KU and OSU. Keep up the sunshine pumping. Look at it, a sunshine pump if you want to. What, I'm, what we just said was, there will be years they lose to South Carolina. There will be years they lose to uh, Auburn or Missouri or whoever it may be. I'm talking grand scheme, uh, long term. They're not going to just fall off and be ne- what Nebraska's been in the Big Ten. They're not going to struggle to win five and six games a year. If you think that's sunshine pumping, then go ahead and say that's sunshine pumping. If they lose five or six games next year, then that tells me, one, Jackson Arnold's not the guy we thought. He's injured early. They lose a bunch of dudes on the defensive side of the ball. Danny Stutzman, these guys get hurt. Something's gone wrong that they lose five or six games. And that's possible. Maybe Jackson Arnold's not the guy. But grand grand scale, long term, yes, they lost to Kansas. They've lost to OSU. They'll lose to some of those teams in the SEC. That will happen. Those teams will have good years where they pop up and, and they win. But long term, I don't see them falling off into this crater of we never hear from Oklahoma again. They're just a middle of the pack, terrible uh, team in most years. Well, my answer to that would be this. Those were disappointing losses last year. Absolutely they Regrettable were. Regrettable losses. They still won 10 games. That's a long ways from seven and a half. And I would argue... My point has always been that once you get past the top of the league, the top two or three teams in in the league, we give everybody else way too much respect in that conference just because they're in that conference. I think Oklahoma State, the last decade, has been comparable as a program with a whole lot of teams in the SEC. And Kansas, the last couple of years, would fall into that category as well. Kansas has been very good. It's, there's not a big difference between Oklahoma State and Kansas and Kentucky and Auburn or whatever two teams you want to pick out of the middle of that conference. Um, so it's not, a, it's not as massive of a step up, I think, competitively as some people think it is. I think it's just the top. It's Georgia and Alabama. We'll be back. 